Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. Going on, success as listeners. Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode one fifty-two. Uh, I am driving through the beautiful small town of Madison, Georgia, baby. Yes, Madison, Georgia. <clears throat> um, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. It's about nine forty-seven in the morning. Happy New Year. Happy 2019 to everyone. Uh, Hope all is well with you guys. Um, I do have a couple quick things I want to go over with you guys before I jump into what I'm going to talk about, about the genesis of my faith uh, or living by faith, the genesis of living by faith. So, um, you know, Amy and I, uh, I'm on currently I'm on a fast right now and uh, really enjoying that. Uh, I feel like I can share that with my audience. And uh, very excited about that. Uh, and this will be my fourth year in a row that we've done a Daniel fast <clears throat> um, for 21 days at the beginning of the year. And uh, highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. So I'm kind of in the middle of it right now. <clears throat> so very excited to be able to be experiencing what God's showing me right now. <clears throat> the other thing that I wanted to mention to you guys is uh, Amy and I. <clears throat> Rebooted uh, Family on a Mission podcast. So, if you're looking for you know uh, a show where that it's just two people kind of sitting across the table from each other having some dialogue about what's going on in their life and how that you know they're applying uh, the principles of God um, in their family and in their life and with their kids, uh, then you might want to check out Family on a Mission uh, because that is exactly what. Uh, Amy and I are doing. We just released episode 13. So excited to be able to do that too. Um, So uh, let's see, what else did I want to say? That's about it right there, guys. Uh, I've got some at the very end uh, that I want to, uh, you know, let you guys know. And there's a big old rooster. Wow. I've never seen that rooster before. It's a big rooster. A little inside joke with me and my wife. Anyway, um, so here we go. Let's talk about the genesis of Tyler's walking by faith. Notice I said not um, not Tyler's faith, uh, but walking by faith, because it says very clearly in the Word in multiple places. The first one that kind of pops in my mind is, I believe it's in Romans chapter 1, says the just shall live by faith. Okay, so in the kingdom... The currency or how we bridge from the unseen to the seen, how we, you know, see a transaction, if you want to look at it that way, from the heavenly realm to the earthly realm. What is that? What is that thing that's going to get that down here on earth? And that is called faith. 
faith is a very, very, very important topic. And the Holy Spirit, you know, earlier, or actually right before 2019 uh, started, he, got, he instructed me, said, hey, Tyler, I want you to talk about faith and kind of the beginnings of your faith and where you're at and kind of a little bit of the ABCs of faith, the basics of faith. And so here we go. I'm going to talk about that with you guys and kind of my uh, genesis or my journey, uh, where it began and where I am today. And, you know, the you can learn, maybe you can gather up something just from my uh, story of where I was at. So as you guys know, I got saved at age nine. Uh, I gave my heart and uh, heart to the, to the Lord Jesus, uh, believed that he died on the cross for my sins, and I believed that he rose on the third day. And I got saved, and man, I thought I was, man, going to become a preacher, right? <laughs> a preacher. Uh, that's, that's basically what I, what I thought. And, you know, to a certain degree, I, I, that manifestation has definitely happened. Uh, cause you know, a little bit of what I do actually right now is preach at you, <laughs> so to speak. Anyway, so I got saved and, you know, it began this whole entire progression, uh, of me learning about, you know, uh, living by faith. And, you know, I'll give you some stories of, of me actually living by faith and, and then kind of some moments in time where my living by faith or my journey in my faith walk really were defined. So let me start with really kind of where things, um, you know, I, I was always one of those sold out Christians. I was, you know, I was a nice guy. You know, I love the Lord. You know, I didn't, you know, I mean, I wasn't perfect at all growing up. I mean, I still, you know, uh, as I grew up, I mean, sometimes cussed, which I probably shouldn't have cussed, and, but I got rid of that and, you know, might have, um, you know, looked at a girl the wrong way or, you know, uh, might not have acted right with a female either. Um, you know, there were things I wasn't perfect at, okay? Can I just be honest with you? But, you know, for the majority of it, I... You know, I was a good kid, um, good, honest, wholesome kid. And when, when I was, uh, you know, right around, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, you know, the Lord really began to work with me or work, you know, somehow or another where I was starting to grow closer to him, where that my desire, yeah, that's a good way to put it, my hunger and my desire to know him more became very, very, um, a priority to me, uh, a high, very, very high priority to me. Um, and where that I was wanting to be led of the Lord, you know, start, you know, again, going out and walking by faith and, uh, not by sight and being led of the Lord, uh, in my day-to-day things. And, you know, this was, you know, this is me as a teenager, um, and I remember, uh, again, again, this was a defining moment. I remember going and, um, when I was 17, uh, yeah, I was, no, I was 18 years old and I was, you know, uh, well, excuse me back up when I was 17 years old. Um, I felt led to quit football. Notice I said, I felt led to quit football. Notice I, I mean, I, I said I, I did not have a peace. That would be a good way to put it. The enjoyment 
of playing football was what I what I would call taken away from me. Um, at least it, it was not in my heart. It just wasn't in there. You know, my head might have said, you know, you need to quit, keep playing football. But man, my heart wasn't there anymore. And I was very sensitive at that time to my heart and what my heart was, you know, the peace inside my heart. And that, you know, at that time, that was the, that was the probably the thing I was taught the most um, in the in growing up uh, from my spiritual upbringing at that time was, you know, what is what is peace? Peace is your umpire. And that is a great little, you know, voice, you know, for you to have inside of you is where's your peace? You need to have your peace locator inside of you. And I remember that very distinctly and my peace just was not in football anymore. And so I decided going against my coaches, my friends, my even my own father, I decided not to play football. Hang on, let me get a quick swig of uh, water real quick, guys. So that junior year, I decided to quit football because I, I wanted to get, I, want, I believed that I was being led to track and field, and I believed that God was going to do something awesome in my life and that I was going to receive a you know, track and field scholarship to an out-of-state school, to a Division I school. Those were the three things that I kind of somehow or another concocted in my head or I'd believe God for. Well, now flash forward, I had a horrible uh, track and field season that junior year. Um, I participated in in the Junior Olympics during that summer, Uh, did not do well, placed actually, I think I might have been, I don't know if I was last in the decathlon uh, that I was competing in, uh, but I just, I was not very good. (laughs) Um, And but that didn't stop me. I still uh, uh, went on. I did cross country. Um, I, I, and during that summer, in between there, I mean, God was really, you know, I was really developing my faith. I mean, I remember, um, you know, God leading me, or what I sensed that God was leading me again, that peace uh, with, you know, a relationship that I had with a, a young lady that I'd been, you know, with her for, you know, dating her for a long time, uh, or what I perceived a long time, um, I felt like, I remember telling one of my friends when he picked me up at the airport, I said, hey, I'm, I feel like I'm going to, I feel like the Lord's leading me to, you know, uh, break up with so-and-so. And he's looked at me, it's like, yeah, right, man, the Lord's not telling you that. And I just said, well, I'm just telling you what I'm sensing here. And sure enough, uh, about a month later, um, about a month later, uh, that happened. I felt led of the Lord to do it. Um, I remember um, some scenarios happening where people tried to convince me not to do that, and um, and I just I was going based upon what I was sensing inside of my spirit, that peace of where that my peace was leading me, of what the Lord was doing. I was just trusting God, and you know that was probably the the story right there or the how I was living by faith at the time you know the peace just that that trust you know where how does that that was kind of what it was looking like I mean I'd again going back to that track and field thing I decided not to apply to any schools that I was going to wait on the Lord to give me uh to for a for a school to call me yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> I was just thinking about it. It's kind of wild to even think about. But I was waiting on that. Uh, that and so I didn't fill out any, any college applications um, at all. Um, I had uh, only taken the, a, uh, the SAT one time and the ACT one time and did not do well either. And so it was, it was not looking too bright for me. And I remember in February wadding up a whole bunch of uh, applications uh, for a bunch of colleges that were sending me stuff. And I remember wadding them up and, you know, with tears in my eyes, throwing them away. Because, and I remember saying to the Lord, well, Lord, it's on you. All right. I'm going to trust you. I don't know what else to do. I'm going to trust you that you're going to make this happen. You're going to do this. I, th- this is just how it's going to be. So as I moseyed on down, I mean, my mom was even asking me, hey, are you going to apply to a college? You know, all these you know, friends of yours are getting accepted to college. Do you want to go to college? <laughs> you know, really I did, but I, well, the thing was, I believed God that he was going to do these things. Well, um, fast forward a couple months later or a month later, whenever that was in, um, maybe late January, early February, maybe a month later, all of a sudden, um, you know, in the middle of, uh, well, in the middle of March, maybe, uh, March, April. Yeah. Somewhere in there. I went to, uh, I got a call in March actually, and uh, from a coach at Coastal Carolina University, saying he heard about me. He wanted me to come out for a recruiting visit uh, to Coastal and check out the track that hadn't been built yet. <laughs> um, and so on my recruiting visit, mom and dad and I and the whole family packed up, went to South Carolina. I'd never been to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Didn't even know where it was at. And Lo and behold, uh, now in the latter part, actually the end of May, um, God, uh, I, I received a letter of intent uh, or signed my letter of intent to go and my scholarship and to go to Coastal Carolina University, out of state school, track and field, division one. Boom. All right. So my faith was obviously being built with all these decisions that I was making of trusting God, of being led by this whole peace thing um, at the time. Now, here's the, here's, here's, and I kept doing this, um, going to church, you know, listening to the word, you know, some trying to have my quiet time as best I could reading the word. You know, again, I wasn't perfect. I might fall down, you know, as far as, you know, uh, some kind of sin or some kind of stupid thing that I might do. But I, I would always pick myself back up and, you know, get back on the horse, so to speak, and keep on riding. Well, I remember another time that, you know, I saw supernaturally that, you know, I was proposing to Amy and it was pouring down rain and I was going to propose to her outside and have this whole entire event set up. And I remember the Lord that I felt the Lord had led me to do all these things and Lo and behold, it was pouring down rain. It rained, uh, I think they said it rained 12 inches that day in, in Myrtle Beach. And I remember the Lord's, I remember saying, Lord, should I cancel this engagement of proposing to Amy, you know, my future wife, or continue on? And I didn't get an answer. I didn't, I didn't have like this thing of like, thus saith the Lord or anything like that. And at that moment, I remember saying, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to trust you that you're going to work it out uh, because you, I feel like you led me this far, even though you're not talking to me about it right now. Fine. If this thing screws up, it's your fault. <laughs> that was kind of my attitude. 
And because I, I remember hitting my steering wheel driving up the road uh, because I was kind of getting to the point of no return because uh, there was things in motion. And I don't have time to go in through those things in motion. So anyway, <laughs> that I mean, this is where I was. This was my faith level. This is what I was, how I believed. I was just trusting God and, you know, allowing my faith, allowing my peace to kind of guide me. Uh, if I was feeling led this way, I was, you know, just going to trust the Lord was going to work it all out, which is, which is good but it's not the best it's not it's not really the you know what i've come to learn and understand now guys so let me go to this story where really kind of the watershed experience happened so i meet the honey bunch as you guys know me i've talked about the honey bunch the honey bunch is, uh were like little jesus juniors running around you know laying hands on people uh seeing you know believing that uh, money was going to come in um you know uh laying hands on a handkerchief and giving it to uh, someone to go take to a hospital and seeing that person get healed. You know, just stuff like that, that were, you know, they'd have a hurricane come through their, uh, come, come across where South Carolina was at. And, you know, not, there wouldn't even be any kind of damage to their house or there wouldn't be even a, um, a tree branch down in their yard after a hurricane came. Stuff like that, that you just hear about from people that, but I was actually, I actually knew them. I mean, I, I was talking directly across the table from these people. That they, they had these supernatural things happening, you know, with them, and I was just like in awe of how they could have this. And and so they began this process with me of teaching me, you know, what faith was, and started giving me some books and some understanding of it uh, because I sure wasn't getting it in my church at the time, nor any church. And I remember very distinctly, you know, them giving me this book about, you know, the words of your mouth and the power of your tongue and that you're hung by your tongue. And, you know, uh, faith is, 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 is something that you have to have basis for, that you need to have scripture that you're backing it up and it needs to be coming out of your mouth. It needs to be planted in your heart that, uh, you know, and it needs to grow up out of your heart. All these things I was learning, I was like, man, this is awesome stuff. And so I, that moment in my life at 24 years young, I had a big, big need, and that big, big need was finances. My finances were so screwed up. I was in debt, um, and I just, it was not a pretty sight, not a pretty sight at all. Let me grab another swig of water real quick, guys. And so as I began this process of, okay, I've got to find scripture and I've got to meditate that scripture and meditating, uh, means saying it out loud or, you know, muttering it and, you know, allowing it to come out of your mouth. That's very key. All right. And so I began, I found scripture and it was Philippians four nineteen, and it says, my God to supply all my need according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I began saying that. And as I began saying that, I'd say it and say it and say it and say it, you know, multiple times. And that went on for maybe about, you know, two months, two, three months that I was saying that scripture and just believing that scripture and, and, and hanging my hat, you know, my, my faith on that scripture right there that my finances were going to get fixed and my God was going to supply me. Because trust me, I was on a commission based, um, you know, for real estate and there was no commission coming in. And, uh, Amy was, 
uh, a substitute teacher sometimes during that time, and she was also uh, uh, changing jobs and becoming a um, private school teacher, which you know didn't make a whole lot of money. I believe our combined income that year uh, for us at that time was maybe a combined income of $18,000. Yeah, rocking it, baby. Well, but I still, again, this was during the month of May, the end of May, that this all took place, this story of where I saw faith really come alive. And from this point, faith just became very real to me um, of how to operate in faith. And, and you know, obviously I've learned more stuff uh, from then, but this was, the again, the genesis of me living by faith and, you know, understanding how to operate in the kingdom. So I was confessing the word and understanding the word and realizing that what comes out of my mouth is very important. And so I remember that Friday afternoon, it was in late, it was in late May, um, I everybody had gone. It was about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Everybody had gone in the office. I was the last one there, and I was just going to check my bank balance. And at that time, they didn't have, like, you know, an app or anything like that. This is back 2000, what, 2, 2001, 2002? So, uh, 2002. And so I, I dial up the number, punch it in, punch in my account number, and the lady goes, or the teleprompter, you know, says, you have $17 and some odd cents in your account. And I remember in my head thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I mean, just the normal things that you would sit there and just scream in your head. And I remember I, nothing came out of my mouth. And as it didn't come out of my mouth, I remember sitting there just hitting my head on my desk, you know, thinking, you are such an idiot. What are you going to do? You've got these couple checks that you've already written uh, and you know they're on their way. Uh, what are you going to do? You mortgage payment, all these things that just were this, I didn't have enough money. And I remember just like it was yesterday. I mean, it was a bright sunny day in May. And I remember standing up and I remember like, because it was almost like it got squeezed out of me, not from my head. It didn't even come from my head. It came from down and deep inside of me. Um, that it got squeezed up from, you know, coming up, I just literally out of my mouth just said, well, as I was standing up, I said, well, my God is going to supply all of my needs according to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I remember I grabbed my things and started walking out of the office. I didn't say anything else. And literally, probably, if it might have been 30 seconds, it wasn't, let, it wasn't more than that. Phone call happened. I get a phone call from a previous uh, place that I was doing some uh, again, commission sales at night for uh, selling some things, you know, to uh, residential homes. And this lady, the accountant, uh, calls me up and says, "Hey, Tyler, you know, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a little while. You know, hey, I, um, are you, are you in Myrtle Beach?" And I'm like, "Yes, ma'am, I am." And she says, "Oh, great! I've actually got a check for you of some commission that uh, we owe you. We, I was actually going through some of our books and some of our uh, sales that we had." And you actually have, um, you know, commission that we owe you that I just found out actually literally this afternoon. And I'm like, wow, well, praise the Lord. I'll, I'll come by and pick it up. She says, well, would you like to know what, it, how much it is? And I'm like, 
thinking in my head like, well, sure. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's a check. I'm definitely very interested in the check. She's like, well, you might want to know how much it is. I said, um, okay, how much is it? She says $3,200. And I'm like, hold the phone. Whoa, holy cow. Uh, yes, I will be there very quickly. And so I speed my little boogity, boogity, boogity cell phone over there to pick this check up from her. And as I was going over there and as I was getting the check, I remember uh, thinking to myself, holy cow, the word works. This, this is amazing. My God to supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I remember coming home and sharing this with Amy. And she was just, <laughs> I remember calling the honey bunch and sharing what just happened. And they're like, that's how it works, Tyler. That's how the kingdom works is you work the word. You put the word out of your mouth. You plant it inside of you. You get it inside of you. And guess what? The word works. And success as community there's the genesis of faith right there for me. That little story is where that you've got to find in Scripture your word, the promise that you know that is written in Scripture for your situation, all right? Find it and meditate on it until it becomes more real to you than your situation, all right? And then make sure it comes out of your mouth, okay? Okay? Because that's that's how that's that's how you transfer, you know, um, or get angelic your angelic forces working on your behalf because they only can adhere to the word of God. And this is how faith operates. This is how the bridge from the unseen gets to the seen, right? This is how that all takes place. So that's the genesis of my faith, of walking by faith, I should say. So success as community. I'm excited about that for you guys. Now, let me wrap up with this. Okay. Something else I'm stepping out of faith with, and I'm just, I'm trusting the Lord on, uh, that again, I was in, uh, my quiet time and I felt led of the Lord, uh, to, to do this. And that is this right here. Um, I'm going to start a Patreon page. All right. Um, where that, you know, if you feel led, this is only if you feel led, you know, if, uh, to, to want to actually become a Patreon or a patron of the success edge, you know, podcast, um, I want to give you that opportunity, uh, to do that. Um, you know, the success edge, you know, has been, I've never asked, I've never have asked for money at all during this whole entire time that I've had the success edge, what now coming on, uh, almost, uh, five years now, almost coming up on six years. And I've never asked for any money or, um, never. And I feel led that I want to give you guys an opportunity that if you want to partner, if you want to become a patron, whatever, how you want to look at it, um, to give you that opportunity. All right. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, I don't have the website yet, um, set up, but that's coming. Okay, so I want to let you guys know that that I'm going to um, be launching that, you know, here soon probably. So if you feel led to do that, hey, more power to you. Am I still going to put out uh, episodes? Absolutely, but I just want to give you guys the opportunity uh, to to become a patron or or a partner uh, with me in this journey on the success edge. Okay, so guys, know that you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. 
And guess what, guys? We'll catch you on the other side.